Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show. I'm one of your hosts, Craig Carlisle. We're getting back into part two of our conversation about communication. I don't want to get involved with this intro being too long. Let's get right back into the discussion. And then I get more upset because... It sits there for two days. It sits there for two days. Jackson's going to hang out with his friends. Evan's going to hang out with his friends. Ryan wants to go to hang out with his friends now because he's got a car or access to a car. Well, he does have a car, but you can't understand. I'm just, just kidding. That's the inside <laughs> joke because Shane gave, you know, Kate and Ryan a car to share. He leaves a and he's never driven school before. before I have. Before oh. we do. So, I mean, there's nothing stopping him from, except him from driving. I know, but that's the running joke that you were yeah. never having. That's a whole different communication. I, I could go in for days for that one. Oh, yeah, no problem. Because he hasn't even driven the car yet, has nope. he? Nope. He's been in the car one time, and that was when I took him to breakfast on his birthday. Yeah, but he right. didn't, has, he's not sat in it. He hasn't even held the keys. Well, let's, let's, let's just stay on task, stay on target. So, <laughs> so, but, so, but Evan, does that make, is, that, is my answer mm-hmm. clear, though? Because... Makes sense. You don't understand how much that really hurts when you guys are disobedient to me. I'm also pretty sure that if we did have a life like that, where it's like you're super, super strict, like you see in the TV shows and all that, and you, like you said, you're living, we're living in a house like a warden. I'm pretty sure that either probably one of us would probably go behind your back, because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot where with kids who have really strict parents, yeah. they seem to go behind their parents' back with, like, sneaking around, leaving the house, doing all that stuff. But then with people that have an, I wouldn't say easy life, but, like, have a not-as-strict life. All of us. Yeah, not-as-strict life. They seem to do better and not sneak out as much. Right. So I get that. Also, I think if we had a warden-type life, we would pretty much already resent you. Yeah. Yeah. Want to leave? Yeah, I swear we have this similar similar conversations. Like just a, this is an example as we talk about like communication or stuff expected, and then I get it two or three conversations before you guys get it. Yeah, but in a, but in in some cases I have to apologize to you for that because oh, not the even like when you're benching to me about it, it's because like well, like you know the the you blow up at them and get mad. It's mm-hmm. like will you tell them these same things? And then it takes like two or three more times of having to tell them, and then they finally have are saying the exact same things I had said, or one of us had said the last time. Right. Into your everybody's point, here's the thing: as a parent, so another reason why even I don't stop it at the one time and play the warden the warden role is that when I go all the way back to when your mom died, and the 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 breaking point for me was the the pancake plate throwing <laughs> incident towards Katie where I threw the plate of pancakes across the room. Not Again, abuse. It, it not abuse. Not abuse. No CPS. I don't want it, it pancakes. Didn't hit it. It, it didn't hit it. You did. No, 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 no. So the, I had to learn with that experience that, because before then, I was trying to be everywhere. Right? I didn't understand what I needed to get done. There was times when I was missing picking you guys up. So I know especially the Bell Mountain kids. You know, you and Ryan. Dad, you know, why are you not here? I'm like, I mean, there was just so much to do. And I had to choose my battles. The war is is waging until I die, right? But I can't fight every individual battle with you, Evan, you, Caden, you, Ryan. Well, not I mean you, Jackson, then Ryan. The battle within myself, the battle with in-laws, battles with family and siblings, the neighbors, people at work. It's just too much. So I had to choose... The instances where 
is it okay to stop right now? Is it okay that we didn't do the trash right now? Is it okay we didn't do the counters right now? Is it okay we didn't do the sink right now? Is it okay you didn't do whatever I asked you to do or editing right now? Is it okay? Because when I really peel it back, we all are going through something. Whether you're at you know middle school, high school, pandemic, lockdown, or just trying to be who you are at the age-appropriate age that you are. We're all dealing with stuff, right? Whether you, And I know you come in tired and you don't feel like doing it. I know you want to do something else right now. You, you were doing football and you know you didn't do trash regularly or you did counters regularly. And I was yelling and screaming about that. But I was doing it just to make sure you know I didn't forget. Because mm-hmm. I know you're that black or white kid. You know what I'm saying? There's no shades of gray with you. Oh, I thought you, know you was, I thought you meant like you were calling me white. No, no, no. no. I was like, <laughs> no, no, what's uh, you mean? No, no, no. I mean, no, you don't wear a mask no, during would, the pandemic. No, I wouldn't give you that new on air. I, mean, I call you what I call you and all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, for you, there's, there's no gray area. It's either right or it's wrong. So much so that even when your first day or two home with no football ever season ended, you tell me what? Man, Jackson always goes out with his friends. He should be here helping me with these, helping with these dogs. Mm. And I said mm-hmm. to myself, now I know how you guys feel. See, and right there. And, and it's, get, it's no, that's like, part of the reason why I don't rage all the time. For what if I rage all the time, I'd probably have migraines all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Jackson, you said it too. If I were raging all the time, you would resent me mm-hmm. and you would do things around my Because you got to do things behind my back anyway. And I'm, and I'm the good parent. Right? I can't afford to be good cop and bad cop at the same time. It has to be moments when the bad cops got to come out but at the same time the good cops got to try to help you guys understand that look these are needed for these following reasons and i'm still raging on the fact that you know katie you don't edit as much Mm -hmm. as i need to for the framework that means i've got to pick up the framework stuff Mm -hmm. now for regular episodes and the new music two-hour episodes and i've got to rage on you all to get up and clean your rooms and then i got to rage on you all about you know, picking up dog poop. And then I got to rage on you. I know when I was growing up, I got to the point where I didn't even want to see my parents come in the room. But remember what I always told you guys about how I dealt with them? I told you, I just did my chore. I did whatever they asked them to do so they could just shut the hell up and leave me the hell alone. And for the super spiritual people that are mad that I said hell, you can shut the hell up too because hell's in the Bible. Just like the word ass is in the Bible. It acts in our film as well. So those are words that are able to use. If they're written in the text, I can use them. I'm going to use them. You know what I'm saying? That also means mule. Exactly. It does Donkey. mean a mule. Donkey, oh. mule, an unintelligent, stubborn, stiff-necked animal. Mm-hmm. And that's really when you call someone an ass, that's really what they're acting like. is a stubborn, stiff-necked animal. That's just not very intelligent. Okay? So I just which makes you all understand is that when my parents would rage like this, and my dad was a rager, my mom was a rager, they would rage on, well, I'm sure this way. Mom would kind of coast, dad would rage. But it felt Our like mom? she was... My, oh, my your mom. mom. Yeah, okay, my mom. I was like... My mom. Okay. And then I'll get to your mom in a second. <laughs> so my take was, I didn't want to hear my parents rage about anything. Because I, I would say, I had the privilege of watching the rage on my brother and sister. And I was like, ooh, I don't want that to happen to me. And I worked around them. So whenever they come after me, it's like, no, most of my stuff, 90% of my stuff was done, so I didn't, I didn't get that raging. My, my hope as a parent, which is obviously not kids, because you, you guys are not me. 
you guys were a combination of me and your mother, right? Where your mom was a learn by experience type of person where she would do her own thing no matter if you told her to not do it or how to do it 18,000 times a day she would shut you off and that's what you do Evan and that's what you do Jackson and that's what Ryan's starting to do if I tell the three of you all how to do something the first thing Evan does is give me the shoulder stroke or the look away Jackson, the first thing you, you stare me right in my, in my face, look me dead in my face, and, and know that I know that you shut me off, right? And Ryan just had such a little with that little goofy grin on his face. I know he ain't listen to me because that came about when he started driving, mm-hmm. when we started telling him how poor he was driving and the errors he was making. He doesn't like taking. Most of us don't like taking constructive criticism. So that's something that's but and that's a whole different thing. Because where you are just is true. But but here's the thing about communication, which I think is key. And I think one of the things I do want to do as a part of this process, because this has already spilled into two episodes right now, is that I want us to take personality tests. And I have a link I believe I got from the Billings coaching uh, team of a personality test. And it's, it's important that each one of us know each other's uh, personality types. Because I, in some of the personality t- uh, tests that are out there, Myers-Briggs is one of them, they'll also provide you a communication style that works best to reach that type of personality trait. And I think it's important that each one of us know what our own personal personality types are and what the people are that we're dealing with in community and family so we know how to best communicate. Because if let's say if I'm a certain type of communicator, I'm, I, I only really know how to communicate in my style because that's natural to me. But if Jacqueline, if you and I are opposite styles, if I communicate to you in my style, you're not going to understand me. You're like, whatever. But if I learn how to communicate in Jackson's style, Jackson's liable to go, oh, he's talking to me in a manner that I understand. I get that. So our communication is now on the same page. You know what I'm saying? You've already and, gotten to most of us. I already figured out a way to get to most of us. And if not, you know how to get to me. Well, and that's the thing. But, I, but it, it only comes... Okay, so, so parents understand. That was Evan that said that. So as from a parenting standpoint, parents, we've got to understand for one our personality traits, and we've got to understand each one of our children's personalities and our spouses if, you, if you're married or whatever, and your siblings and people you work with and blah. And you've got to take the time to then communicate in their style to them if you want to get your point across and be heard. Because if you're not, it's going to lead to a lot of hurt a lot of frustration, a lot of just crappy days. And we've had enough crappy days. And we're not going to, just by doing this better, it's not going to make our days not crappy. No, it's not. I promise you it won't. Because mom's still dead and our life was still crappy to the point where she died, right? But our days are getting better. But we still have crappy days. But if we, when, not if, but when we take those moments, and when I take the moment, especially with you all, and communicate in a way that gets your attention, communication is better. Right? And I, I, would, I would want to also believe, and especially, Katie, you can, you can attest to this because you and I have had these conversations where you're like, man, and I've even watched you, Evan, and so use you again, Jackson, as an example. Katie and Evan, when you guys were, were have both have had your school problems with grades, and when Jackson chose to have the same type of problem, you both said, dude, we both went through that. You don't have any excuse to have to have, to have gone through that. You could have just watched us. 
Mm-hmm. You saw what it, we went through. But you, Caden, also, those, that's the part of your mom in you that was, was coming out where it didn't matter. You were going to do exactly what you wanted to do when Evan and Jackson, when you were going to do it, and that was the end. The funny thing is going to be when you all have your own kids. Hopefully no time soon. Oh, yeah, exactly, because you won't be living here. That's for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, for the super spiritual folks, I did I did pull that and censor my own stuff with that word before. Damn, because damn is in the Bible as well. But anyway, um, it's probably used more like a, a bridge, a thing to retrain whole re, whole water back worse. Than, but they also they said it could be damned as well. So that wasn't. No, I was going to say damned yeah, or damnation. That's there you go. That's it right there. Because, you know, we got some super someone. spiritual folks that'd be like, oh my God. They've already passed out like 14 times looking for some water and some mints or something. But anyway. Mints? Uh, Don't holy water at the phone. Smelling yeah, salt. Exactly. Smelling salt. salt. <laughs> I used smelling salts on, on my last football game. Oh Did my you really? Gosh. Why? My friend had it, and I was like kind of tired. I was like, all right, just finished school. Mm-hmm. Now we got football. And I'm like, and then he had smelling salt. It was called, I should have I never did it because I should have read the name and then it had done. It says it was like Wolf's Fire Breath or something. Oh boy. It put it over my nose. I was like, wow. It smelled like chlorine. Yeah. It's I, I mean, but it, it woke me up woke and up. I was ready. Yeah, yeah, you stay woke. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but back to where we were. This is the key with communication that's important, right? It's not going to mean that we are not going to have our bad days, right? But if my my thought is, if each one of us spent more time, took a minute to communicate in a style that respects the other person's personality and the style that they need to have them communicated to and doesn't cross their boundaries, right? For the days when we do cross the boundaries, you get more grace then. Because you go, well, he doesn't really do that to me. He doesn't really cross my boundaries much anymore. And he did it today. You know, he's probably having a bad day. Fair? Fair? And that's and that's where the communication is important to us all. And, I, and I'm harder on you guys because I need you guys to get this at your ages. And I know that 13, 15, 18, Katie, you're getting more into it. So it's a lot of stuff... You know, the light's coming on for you and staying on for you, but you still have to execute it. But at 13 to 15 in Katie's, in Ryan's 16. 17. So, oh, my gosh. Thank you. Oh, my Lord. Ryan, <laughs> forgive me when you get the playback. Something hit you right there. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan, if you hear the playback. Um, uh, yeah, the 17. Is he sleeping? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that drive. You know, I didn't, oh, that's right. He had to go to Long Beach. Okay, so that's another reason why I didn't rage and wake him up. That and he, he also, when I woke up with the dogs at 4 in the morning, yeah. he was up. Yeah, because he had to leave the house at five thirty. So here's the thing: so, when I, like when I put them to sleep, he was like just leaving. Yeah, I so, was like, wow. So that's another reason why I don't rage all the time, because those are moments when I understand. It's like when you were with football; you had practice five days a week or a game included, right? And you didn't get back to sometimes seven thirty, okay. eight o'clock. So you weren't there with the dogs. You weren't there to do. The, you were just tired. You didn't want to just sit down. So when you came home and talked about Jackson, what that, those are the reasons why I didn't rage on you because I would be raging on you all the time, right? You and I have had, Jackson, several conversations about don't do this anymore or else I have to do this. And I shouldn't have to have those repeat threat-based conversations. You guys are too intelligent to have to, for me to have to do that. I mean, truthfully. I mean, at 13 years old, seriously, I got to turn your cell phone off and take your, take your freaking PS5 or 4, whatever this 15 and a half, 3 and a half, 8 and a half, 
wherever it is? Seriously? I mean, does that make any sense? But then, and, and if I do that, and if you guys really peel it back, you all are acting just like and worse or the same as some of y'all friends that y'all talk about whose who, whose parents you talk about don't have to have not given them any home training. And I know y'all have home training. So a lot of it, it's just choices. Because you all know. I wouldn't say it's mostly, but I also feel like it's m- not more of, but slightly like 0.1% of being in the house over the pandemic, being locked in with each other. I feel like yeah. when we were, when the pandemic first hit, we were locked in each other, that's when it got the worst. Things weren't done. Of course. We just started slacking back. That's when things really got terrible. Yeah, but, but, but to your point, we have to find that balance. Mm-hmm. But we still didn't observe the rules. Now, with, even with driving, we don't obey. I don't care that anybody who's licensed driver don't obey 100% of the rules. Do your best to. I mean, sometimes people aren't always aware of the rules. You know, and that's to. true too. They know that well, they haven't even read all of the They have new rules come out that we're unaware of, mm-hmm. right? But here's the thing. Do police officers that are in the area that we've seen around, do they stop 100% of each violator as it happens for every person that violates the law? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I haven't seen much, but I would think that some police officers stop like maybe like running a red light that yeah, will stop you for that because you're a liability to injure somebody sure. maybe turning a different way on a red light you're liable to hit somebody they're going to pull you over sure speeding they're unliable to pull you over but i feel like minor violations like, like minor stop signs yeah like missing okay. a well no missing stop signs. i understand no, no, that because but, but rolling you, stops but you but where you both are now are exactly where i as a parent am i can't speak for other parents Okay, because I'm not, and I'm not a perfect parent, but you all know that, right? I can't afford to bust you on every single violation that it happens, right? I just can't, because I would have to be busting myself for stuff that I know is wrong, what I do, right? But for the stuff that that becomes, to use a fancy word, egregious or excessive, or repetitive, I've got to be able to stop the repetitive behavior. Make sense? Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing. And because the truth is, when it happens, you guys know that you're doing wrong. You mm-hmm. know that you have a wipe the counters, mm-hmm. right? And in, in the on the, the cooktop or the table. You know, you know, you haven't swept the floor or wiped the floor because the floor the floor includes more than just the kitchen. It's all the way through the house, right? I mean, Katie, you know when you have edited for me, mm-hmm. and even when I asked you to clean the bathroom. Yeah, of all the things into the bathroom, I can I can tell when you actually sweep the floor mm-hmm. or not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but do I yell and scream in rage? Mm-hmm. No, not all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you keep repeating it, that's the point, I guess, where we're trying to get. Now, help me understand, because I need to know. Why don't why why don't you do what you're supposed to do? as often as you're supposed to do it's because it's not going to be 100 percent of the time we know that but jackson let's start with you what goes through your mind when you already know that this you know your terms ain't done you know your junk is was is jacked up and gets you still asked to leave does it even come across your mind at all or is your focus just on the ass at that moment definitely i come across i'm more focused on i want to go somewhere and i'm going to get i'm going to find my way to do it okay and that is a product of your age. You're 13. 
So that makes sense to me. And that's, and that's, and that's why I don't range all the time. But this is why now I'm giving you more pushback. Because I need you to understand, well, you're not going to continue to leave your crap jacked up. And, it, and I have to be honor my word, right? Mm-hmm. I always say, what, if you finish your stuff, your chores, there's nothing I can really tell you no about unless I don't have the money to pay for it mm-hmm. or don't want to spend the money to pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. And we've spent a lot of money on Ryan's party this month. We almost have a birthday almost every other month for Planet Loud. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and we can't, I thought start telling you, we can't go to the town center every day and spend money. That's just not, that doesn't make sense. It's not good use of money. It's not being a good steward over what God's given us. Especially when we know we have food here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't always mean bring your friends here and dad will cook. That's not what that means. That also, that does mean, I don't mind if your friends come here and eat, but that means you're going to have to get involved in the cooking. I don't mind if they eat. I don't. I know when you guys go over there, their parents are cooking. But I'm not, I don't have, they have, most of them probably, if not all of them, probably have two parents in the house. Even if they ain't married. Two adults. Right? Mm-hmm. In Whether most cases. step-parents or right. grandparents. Oh, see, that's extra hands. I don't, we don't have that here at this moment. Will we before you all get out of the house? Probably. But at this particular moment, you have one parental adult you have another adult that lives here and you have an adult that lives in Arizona the Arizona adult can't help you the day to day he did provide a car he did provide some clothes mm-hmm. there's something else he probably provided shoes, too shoes, shoes. I, I, I put shoes clothes, clothes. same thing but I'm just saying he's a good dude oh and a projector and a projector so and he's an he's, in, well, no, he's contributing for, to this household into your lives right so yeah but I need you all as a part of our communication, right? To communicate and contribute to this household. Okay? But I know some of that is age appropriate. So that's another reason why Evan, I can't rage all the time. Because at 15, you're not going to remember everything that you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And my room looked a mess for a lot of time when I was 15, too, but I had to, to get out of trouble. I stuffed them under the bed. That does not mean do it. It does yeah, not. Yeah. Because your dogs are going to find them all down there. But, they already but, do. And that's why I just need you all to get it and increase and improve your communication now and use, you know, time with your life coaches now so you don't necessarily need to start breaking those bad habits and writing good habits at 50. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that for you guys. That's why we do the Raising Me Show. That's why we do the framework. Not because I'm going to be famous on TV. I do these things because the Lord has told me to do them. That's why we do them. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So, oh, um, yes, sir. Oh, it's a little sidetrack. That's part of the reason why I have no sympathy when you guys watch the dogs and you ask uh, someone else to come help you with the dogs. It's like, I'm not going to help you. I had to do the, I had been, I've been having to do this since the beginning of the school year. And when you guys come home, I, I totally understand that Jay's retired from school and. Sure sports and stuff but when it's your weekend to do them I have no sympathy for you and not going to help you because this is exactly what I had to go through pretty much by myself but not all, but all week st- too all, all week stressing yeah. about it and then I I know I don't really go anywhere but it also limits my ability to go somewhere because but be you guys careful have, with those words let's cancel those oh, words sorry. well it makes it harder for me to plan places to go and I don't always go places all the time in a, if, if you're all trying to mm-hmm. figure out, oh, i got to be the one watching the dogs. 
and, honest, and honestly, when you guys get home too, there's just moments when you know we're tired of watching them too all day. And, and you ask me, what do you mean? Well, because they just want to sit around and be with you guys all day long. Well, yeah, okay, get it. Eat, poop, Every make sure they're not eating eat, something poop, off the make ground. Make sure they don't do, do something they're not supposed to. Come in and want us to show them attention all day. There's moments when, you know what, damn it, I just want to be quiet by myself. And sometimes we're excited to see you guys come home. So, oh, here, you all take them. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're like babies. And I know you guys don't have, don't have any experience with babies, but to this point. I have some. What? Not, well, because I, at the center point, the um, oh, yeah, little kids, I would help there. Right. And this is the closest I can honestly show you what it is to be a parent of an infant, is to have a puppy. Because it's all that they know is protection and support from us. It's all they know. Mm-hmm. We were we had we had to take them out to the dog beach today. How was that? They did better at the dog beach today than they had done the prior time or a time or two before. Still a bark. They yes. they did, but at the end it was almost like it was just more. It freaked them out because they didn't get it. Because it to them because <clears throat> Mr. Moss he explained it or it's like. They're used to us and each other because they have a language they can communicate in. But when they're meeting another dog or person, they don't get what's happening because they're not communicating in the exact way they're used to. Right. And to the same point is, so what happened today was they walked by themselves for a while, sniffing and didn't didn't bark at the dogs really, and a dog, a big dog, ran up to one of them. Nope, didn't bark, just, hey, kind of like that kind of energy. And Claire and Phil, nobody really went bananas Nobody barked like we'd see them on our walks, right? That happened like once or twice, and then we got a little closer to Water's Edge, closer to a lot of bunch of other dogs, and then we kind of saw that our dogs kind of said, "You know what? This is about as far as we're able to go right now." They were communicating with us; they wanted us to pick them up. They were just like, and they know I'm not gonna pick them up. So they, Caden, they were jumping up on him, and Claire doesn't really do it as much as Phil, but Claire started it, mm-hmm. and then Phil he does whatever she does, and he knows, oh. Claire's afraid. That means I must be afraid too. So I had to. We both had to pick him up, and we just kind of stood there, and we really kind of helped them. We went a little bit farther, yeah, into the beach, and we could tell that they were starting to get a little bit more fidgety, a little bit more afraid. And then the one dog that was tiny like them <laughs> that came up to them and barked. The, the, it was the, over. The first little tiny. Oh, when the little tiny one on the leash that was leaving. That, that was leaving? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's they, what, they were ready. That was like a chihuahua or something. Yeah, of course. Was, and then after that, it didn't matter what dog came nearby. They were already freaked out. They were already freaked out. They were ready to bark. So we were back to walking and then pulling and yelling and screaming and barking. And so we gave them a way to be able to go now because they had had enough. And, it, and, it, and I really think about it. That's really like us. And we really they, they had calmed down. Lunch. They had calmed down on the walk back because they knew we were going home. Sure. Even on our way on our way back from the walk, they always walk better on the way home well, because they know that they don't have to do any more anything new going away from us. I'm going home now. I know this way. I'm good. I'm confident. We're going home now, and they were okay. We passed two or three of the dogs on the way back in the truck. They didn't even look at them dogs. They kept on walking. We're going home. Claire did. Well, mostly I was holding her. Yes. But Phil, he was like, let's go. And, and it's just, it is, seriously, it's just like us as people. There's only so much new, so much different that we can really take and that then we one. boil. There's only so many times Evan lets you rewear his shirt before blowing up. There's so many times I'll let you guys not do your chores before I rage, right? 
And that's the, that's the tough part. So probably I think the best thing we learn about communication is we have to read those verbal and nonverbal communications. We got to pick up on them. And we have to respect each other enough to not step across those boundaries. But we also on respect ourselves enough to set the boundaries with everyone. 